It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. I don't know. Fantastic Forum, assemble. We're together once again on this Wednesday evening to bring you the best, and maybe not so best, in uh, comic book news, pop culture talk, uh, science fiction gossip. Gone with the pop culture now, huh? I guess you, you've given yeah. up and gone the way of Comic-Con. I mean... You know, you either adapt or you go extinct, you know? Like, you can't, we can't say we're about comics because we rarely talk about comics. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, reading poisons the mind, so why would we encourage that? I mean, I read it. Well, reading's for, oh, I can't, uh, cigarettes. Yeah, I'll say that. Reading's for cigarettes. <laughs> Readings for a bunch of sticks used for Kindle. What happened? Uh, R.I.P. Lawrence. But yeah, uh, we are together again. On the line with me, we have uh, Lawrence Young, who apparently is masturbating. I'm not. I promise. Then why do you sound like Beavis and Butthead? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm guessing coming down with something. I'm not feeling uh, great. I'm sorry. <laughs> It happens. It happens. But yeah, please, please continue, Moses. You did such a good job last week. I was like, get Moses. You caught something from masturbating? Yes. Yes. I caught, I caught a, uh, 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 PID or PTD, personally transmitted disease. It's, uh, ASTD, asexually transmitted disease. Oh, that's why you get for being with that hoe with the right hand. You gotta go with the left hand that doesn't go everywhere. 
That goes to show you people at home always use a rubber. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're here on the line. We have Lawrence. Larry, say hi. Hello. And then we have Oz. I literally just traveled through time. <laughs> and then we're coming to your ears with the help of Tiger Claw. Say hi, Claw. What's up? As usual, this show is brought to you by Jeffrey's Comics, LA, Gardena, South Bay, eh, even Long Beach's source for good comics. You should call them, place your order, and get your comics sent to you anywhere in the country for five bucks shipping. 310 538 3198 is the number. That number again is 310 538 3198. Tell them we sent you. And if you buy trade paperbacks, you'll get three. If you buy three, you get the fourth one free. Thanks to Work. us. Indeed. And I've always issued a challenge to our listeners to buy about 200 comics in one and get them to ship it to you for five bucks. Yeah. Do it. So, yeah. So there's a tiger claw. You mentioned an elephant in the room. I don't see it. Well, you know what? I, I was actually talking about two trailers that came out. I think we'll talk about them. It? Well, maybe you, you, you could add that if you want to, but I'm talking about two of the biggest comic book movies that are coming out this year. I mean, not familiar. Why, why would we know about that? I don't, if you want to talk, if that. you want, if you want to talk about it, I have no problem with it. <laughs> I get it, it. It what? What is it? <laughs> waiting. What that's Tiger it? Claw's. That's Tiger Claw's comedy debut. <laughs> what is He's it? A regular. Uh... He's a regular Laurel and Hardy. Right. Um, I guess you're talking about the Justice League trailer. Yep. Which I can't I can't tell who's in the Justice League. It's so dark. It's like a <laughs> David Fincher film. <laughs> I, I, oh, did you try this, this trailer he says he says the name is out loud. Did you try oh, Fury, uh, the Aquaman? Did you try adjusting the brightness on your TV or monitor? <laughs> uh, the brightness is fine. That movie's brightness is not fine. Yeah, that that movie is definitely part of the slow class. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it, Larry? I did see it, man, and it was very disappointing. Because I'm just like, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense that this movie should be like. It's not. This isn't hard. I guess that's the whole point. That you know, like I watched the trailer, <laughs> and I'm like. This movie's pretty much, it feels like it's, like, not hitting it on any cylinder. Not even one. Like, maybe, maybe Aquaman, maybe? They even made Wonder Woman not as cool, which is rough, because Wonder, the Wonder Woman trailer, that trailer's going to be the best DC Universe movie, period. I, do, I did they like... They might have Aquaman. to reboot the whole, the whole universe and keep that one intact. I did, yeah, I did like Aquaman's line at the end of the trailer. Like, 
Aquaman's line at the end of the trailer seems very forced to me. Like, I'm just like, and I'm like, why don't I know what this movie's about, really? Like, I know what it is, or at least I know what it is because I'm a comic book guy or can surmise what it is. But if I didn't know anything about comic books, I would I would just be like, so why are they getting together? Because of... Uh, we do. It's literally, it's Fate of the Furious with capes. Uh, we do know that they're <laughs> fighting... We do know that they're fighting a bunch of parademons. Like, well, but if they, you're not a comic book you, guy... They, they tell you why they're getting together. There's a big bad coming, and Batman needs to round up all these super-powered people to fight it. Yeah, but and what no, is the big bad? Oh, that's, Steppen, that's a surprise. Supposedly it's Steppenwolf. Yeah, but we're talking about what the trailer shows you, not what we've well, read because we get the... the, the tra- Lawrence's, Lawrence's point is... What would somebody who doesn't read comics think from seeing the the trailer? And right. I'm telling you, they they would just assume it's they don't need to know. They just need to know it's something big, bad, and evil. We'll find out when we see the movie. Larry, if not... the, Larry, if this was the trailer for you know one of the Academy Award nominated movies, uh huh, like people wouldn't see it. Just like they don't see yeah, those movies. You know it's what? Like, I, I you don't know I, what this I'm glad. Is. I'm, I'm glad right. that the trailer didn't show that much because you don't want to spoil the movie that way. No, I mean, I agree with that, but I'm not talking about spoiling the movie here. I'm talking about giving the people an idea of what's supposed to happen in the film. And right now, it just like it feels like how they took the, the same way how they shoved those those vignettes of all the superheroes in Batman v Superman, and you're like, why are these in here? Like, why are why are they just watching these random videos? It's like that's what this felt like. Why are we watching these random no. videos of people like nah, it felt like it felt like the... felt like what? Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> it Look, felt like nothing. God God wouldn't even let us finish a, the sentence. From a, from a not com- <laughs> from a not comic book perspective. I know Superman is going to show up because you see Lois Lane looking up in the air. It could I be think, Green Lantern. I think Superman will show up in the third act. And see, that's that's the the question I had because all the posters have been "Unite the Seven, implying I, Aquaman I, United I think, the Seven Seas. I think was, but I think it's supposed to be the se- seven superheroes. But there's I, only five on the poster. Plus right. Superman, Green Lantern's got to be that seventh. I think. I think what's going to happen well, is exactly like. Uh, go ahead, Tiger. I, I think what's going to happen is during the climax of the movie, during the third act, all the superheroes are being overwhelmed by by the, by their enemies. That Superman shows up just in time to to help them. Yeah. Go ahead, Mo. I, yeah. I. I think they're going to get a clone of Superman and it's going to become Bizarro and he's the big bad. No, oh, they should say, they should save that for Justice League 2 or something. I think <laughs> Oh my god, that Dark Side's be... going to take take the body and turn Superman like he like he always tries to do in the, in the could, books and then eventually knock the sense into him and team up to take on Dark Side. I could I could see I could totally see this version of Lex Luthor create a clone of Superman that turns up to be Bizarro to fight Superman since his but last that was failure. Batman v Superman. But yeah. It, it turns his, out yeah. Man, Man of Steel was Bizarro. It just like, I mean, the fact is like, 
All I know is I came away from that trailer like I don't want to see that movie at all. I want to see it because which yeah. is sad because it's like it's just a Justice League movie. Like, now, did you watch the video that somebody made where it was the Avengers reacting yes. to? Now, yes. did, don't you think that maybe they made the DC universe film universe is actually taking place within the Marvel Cinematic Universe like that, and they're just the what the public perceives the superheroes of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to be like, because <laughs> it's it's you know it's like you know it's they're producing that art based on you know uh. uh the destruction of the first Avengers movie. I want a second. I, you know, I want to see. I want to see a video of the Justice League reacting. That's a good theory, right? Like we could get that going on Reddit. I want to see a video of the Justice <laughs> League reacting to the Avengers uh, Infinity War trailer. That's yeah, I mean, who knows if anybody's going to care about the look, Justice League movie by the that time Justice we get League Infinity War trailer. That Justice League doesn't look like they could sit in a room together for more than five minutes. And you could tell from Bat the way Batman responded at the end of the trailer. And then the rich joke is tired, man. That's a tired joke. Yeah. Like he, like Batman actually, would never say would never actually, say he, that. He actually instead of saying I'm rich, should have said I'm Batman. He said like, what? Instead of saying I'm rich, he should have said I'm Batman, and it would have gone over way better than than. Rich. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because that joke has been done many, many times. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. don't know. I mean, I just feel like that that kind of shows how out of touch the people that are making this movie are. Like, where it's like, not only does Batman would he not say that about himself, but it's like, it's not. Like there's other Batman jokes you could make that would like did, totally yeah, be I, like, I, oh okay, I, like I also that's liked, a great quip. I also liked uh, that little bit with uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon when he tells him, "It's good to see you playing well with others again." Mm. Gordon looks good. I yeah, hope I see him Gordon. in the regular Batman movie. Yeah, Gordon does look good. Look good, sounded good. I just, I just I love Aquaman. I just good. love Aquaman's one line where he says, "Dressed like a bat." I dig it. No, I like yeah. the one line where he says, "It's on him." And digs the alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's all his I, lines. Uh, so, ha ha! You guys don't get to say it. What? Just like a bat. I dig it. That's way I don't want, yeah. And what's the other what's the other elephant? It's Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. Oh, yep. Moses. I I look, if I was in the same room with you, I'd give you a hug right now. Are you going to review the whole movie now? Now mm-hmm. that we've seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah, You're man. I I, I I heard I heard no. people were complaining that the trailer spoiled the entire movie. How so? Well, it's not, I'm not even worried about that. Like, I don't mind that at all. I mean, it's more white miles. Um, I hate I hate the paternalist. First of all, I hate paternalistic white men in film. Period. <laughs> I, I just hate them, and you know, because Moses f- wishes he had a white dad. I didn't have a dad. <laughs> in fact, the the 
the closest thing I had to a paternalistic figure in my life was a big black dude. Yeah, those don't exist. It's like, is he talking about me? It, is it me? No, no, it's a dude. <laughs> I, I, it's a, I work with a dude at Starbucks. Oh, my, gotcha. My, my yeah, no, I'm just making sure. I'm just, I didn't know. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mo. I've been a bad dad. <laughs> in my late, <laughs> it's, not, it's not Derek late, H. It's early dad. 20s. No, no, no. It's Derek. This is, it's totally this is Derek back, H. This is back in my impressionable days. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Troy wherever he is. What up, Troy? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I hate he. He actually taught me to hate paternalistic white men in film. Period. <laughs> like he, because it was that Sean Connery movie that came out. <laughs> oh, you're the man now, dog. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, he, he cussed so the, hard. What was it that. the Fisher King? Some no 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 that's 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 kind of paternalistic white man too but dealing with drug addicts which that's okay (laughs) drug or mentally ill people right but yeah and yeah I hate Tony Stark as the paternalistic figure for Spider Man like that's retarded I'm sorry slow adult um uh, and then. You know, Adrian Toomes is mad at rich white people. Yeah, that's, isn't like, that's fucking the, stupid too. Isn't the, isn't the, he's Adrian, the he's the richest whitest people in comics? Isn't Adrian? Yeah, but you get Spider Ganky. Isn't Adrian Toomes whatever? <laughs> uh, isn't Adrian Toomes supposed to be an old ass man? Look, I, I'm not even worried about the age thing. Like they could they could you know in comics, a uh, uh, decrepit old man could fly in a suit. It's harder in a movie for it to for that to be taken seriously. So I I understand they're probably gonna over overcompensate with that with make giving him like ALS or something, um, which is how they should do Doctor Octopus. But um, but yeah yeah him like saying rich white people don't care about us like that man this motherfucker they they Marvel didn't read Marvel comics. I read something about this movie saying that uh, a company called Damage Control is, is in the movie, and I heard that they're going to make a TV series out of that. Yeah, we talked about that before. I mean, listen to episode four forty-two for that um, of the new series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right. I, I I was pissed at that the little spider drone thing. That's kind of cool. But again, <laughs> it's not like Peter made that. He probably got that from Tony Stark. Oh, they basically, you. it seems like they turned the beetle into the vulture. Mm, you know, I that's what I got that. from the trailer. So that, yeah. that, that pisses me right the fuck off. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and yeah, the, there's more white miles in it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and, yeah, and, and then tr- I see people talking. Hold on, Tiger Clock. This is my moment. Thank okay. you for broadcasting. But this is me talking about this trailer. Um, yeah, I see people talking on Facebook, talking about how it's great and they're waiting for it and finally it's made by the right people. It clearly isn't made by the right people. Mm-hmm. The only, the only, uh, the <coughs> only, Larry, do you mind? It was involuntary. Uh, I know it's okay. R.I.P. Lawrence. Um, 
the 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 only thing that gives me any kind of like a uh, little boost into wanting to see this and, and thinking it's kind of cool is that <clears throat> Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's written in the Spider-Man lore that there's a Spider-Verse and there's different spider people in different universes. Right. Did they mention the Spider-Verse in the trailer? No. No. But they, they, that's just low knowing. He, he has out. Know, you know, there's a lot of Spider-Men that don't know they're part of the Spider-Verse still. Like the... Right. Does Renew Marvel your vows? know there's a Spider-Verse? Yeah. That's why they did Renew Your Vows. I, look, apparently they didn't. They don't know Miles is black. Well, in that universe, Miles is a, is a white guy named Peter Parker. <laughs> and, uh, what's the Marvel universe? Something like that? Yeah. But I also read that that the the Spider-Man, the sequel to Homecoming is not going to be part of the MCU. No, it it will be. It's just that after that, no more Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, okay. Because they have him, I guess they have him for Infinity War. Mm -hmm. And I guess there'll be Marvel Studio characters in the sequel. But after that, yeah. After it's on, uh, it seems yeah. like they'll be on his own. Yeah, after Homecoming Part uh, Two, whatever they're gonna can't call wait for it. that. And 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 this is all because Sony Part Two is gonna be called Prom <laughs> or Senior or Year or something like that. And all and this is all because <laughs> Sony wants to make a Venom movie. Yeah, that's I mean, that's fucking stupid too. I mean, a Venom movie in and of itself is not a bad idea. It's just a bad idea to not have a proper Venom introduction inside uh, a Spider-Man okay. movie before making uh, it. Do, what do you think of the idea of Venom being an R-rated sci-fi horror movie? I don't. I don't feel like Venom lends itself to the horror genre. No, I think it, it could work. I just don't know why you would put Ryan Reynolds in it. Well, who asked for Ryan Reynolds? He's in the Venom movie coming out. <laughs> yeah. He is? Yeah, uh, they call it the, Life. The prequel. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. But, Were you, you not know, here when we talked about that? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm just saying that, you know, it's like I, like, I don't even know that a Venom movie needs to be rated R. It doesn't need to be rated R. Um, it could be a horror sci-fi movie. Because um, of violence. Certain stories would l- lend themselves to R horror movies. Like, uh, you know, Torment could be rated R. And it has a horror feel. But again, that's Spider-Man in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, would I Spider-Man I mean, I have like... some? Would they have Spider-Man in a Venom movie? Because you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. <laughs> That's impossible. Except for there's plenty of comic books that are just Venom. Yeah, but right. when I Venom mean, first started, Spider-Man had something to do with it. Let me just put it to you this way: when they revamped the Venom title, it was Spider-Man five hundred point one. I don't. I don't. What? You know what? Is, you know what that is means. Is he agreeing with us or Tyre Claw? I don't know. No, I don't. 
I'm telling you, like, Larry, you remember that one when Marvel first started doing the point ones? Uh huh. They did the Spider Man one, and Spider Man wasn't in it. It was the Venom issue zero, Agent Venom zero. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and, and Agent Venom is a great, like, a great character, and and I think that that would make an awesome movie. I also don't think that that needs to be an R rated movie though, like or horror sci fi. No, definitely not horror sci fi. And they, I don't. Here's the thing: I, I don't understand where. Like, I feel like there's somebody that's looking at Venom and saying, oh, that, that could be a horror movie, as opposed uh, to actually, you know what like, it is? reading it's Venom. When they read Venom, when they read Venom, they read this current run. But the current run of Venom isn't a horror sci-fi thing either. You but it they, can be. You think the Venom movie would have carnage in it? Tyre Claw. Um, is there a way you could hang up on yourself? No. And still I mean, broadcast. If, if you're gonna have a Venom movie, is it uh, what? Who is Venom gonna fight? Other than I mean, anybody. <laughs> Other than he can, I mean, if you're doing Lethal Protector, if you're doing Lethal Protector, he's fighting everybody. <laughs> See, but like this is the whole I think reason why a Venom movie that's kind of separate and apart from uh, Spider-Man introduction kind of falls flat because yeah, the the reality is. Only pe- the only people Venom probably would be fighting would be Spider-Man characters, right? And like so, wait, Stone. right? And so, Shriek. it it would it would almost behoove a studio to introduce Venom in a Spider-Man movie and maybe introduce what would eventually become Cardiac, the the main antagonist for a Venom movie in the background of a Spider-Man Love movie. At least that way, it's like okay, like we saw those guys before. Even if you, and then now you're learning more about them, <clears throat> as opposed to like everything happening off screen. It's like oh, I used I fight Spider Man. It's like because what they're gonna do is basically try to make a a movie. I feel like that people can see separate from the Spider Man films, which is like that's ridiculous. Like the idea of Venom not being attached to Spider-Man in any significant way is, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think that, has that ever been done in the comic? I mean, Lethal Protector was that, kinda. But it was I still, I don't think it, so. was, it was spinning off of, when he went to San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember Lethal Protector, but I feel like, like, like the the whole motivation behind why he's doing what he's doing is tied to Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, it's his whole creation. Speaking of which, Eddie Brock totally is missing What are we missing? The, the, the answer is right in front of us. It's the elephant in the room. In that, in that Spider-Man trailer, Tony Stark threatens to take the suit away. So, obviously, White Miles is going to get a black suit. And that's how you get Black Miles Morales. And the black <laughs> suit is going to be Venom. That he's gonna get rid of it by the end of the, the end of the the movie. No. Hmm. Tell you why else would Tony Stark take the suit away if not to? to uh, because he's more? he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. That's another thing. Uh, the trailer shows uh, that Iron Man takes the suit away from Spider Man, and then we see Spider Man in most of the trailer wearing a homemade suit. So I wonder how much of the movie. Do we see him in the new suit 
versus a homemade version. As much as they could afford the CGI. And if they do that, I have a feeling by the end of the movie, Iron Man gives him back the suit. Because I think what yeah, I'm sure that's the case. I think I think what's happening is he's probably trying to teach Peter Parker a lesson or something, and then by by the end of the movie, once he saves the day and all that stuff, uh, Tony Stark will come back and give him a brand new uh, Spider-Man suit, maybe the Iron Spider suit. Who knows? I mean, that be something? Like all I know is I don't want to see everything that's ever happened with Spider-Man happen in one movie. <laughs> like, you, know, you, know, get, you know that's that, probably, that's how you get Spider-Man three. That's you right. know that 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 could possibly happen, but who knows? It's who like knows? I don't need to see like Iron Spider suit and Venom and this and maybe, that. I'm just like hey, Marvel's you know, got I, I mean, a lot of catching up to do on Spider-Man. Maybe, maybe we'll see the Iron Spider suit in, in Avengers: Infinity War. I can oh, see man. that. I'm, I'm choosing not to see it. I mean, I could see that possibly happening, you know, in, in Avengers Infinity War. With all the stakes being high, he gives him the Iron Spider suits to help him fight against Thanos and all that stuff. That suit doesn't help against Thanos. As, yeah, unfortunately, but you never know. So... Yeah, I mean, all in all, I will say uh, the movie looked entertaining. It definitely yeah. has some issues where it's like, pa- okay, like... Pound for pound, it's a better trailer <laughs> than the Justice League one. Oh, yeah, by far. by far. Like, here's the thing, I'm pissed off and I still want to see it. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? I of- mean, it looks fun. What do you think of this whole angle that Peter Parker has a friend that knows his identity and stuff? And we have yet to see... Any of yeah. the characters like uh, Harry Osborn, isn't he supposed to be around this time when he's that young? That That's why we call him White Miles. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's happening with if there's a Harry Osborn in this or not. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, we I, I would venture to say we've had enough Harry. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have seen that done well. Well, I guess it, the, it yeah. was done fairly well before, but... It was done okay. I mean, I, mean, I agree the with Sam you. Raimi, like it, the Sam Raimi stuff was, I mean, it followed a, a, the right path. It didn't look great. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's what we got. Yeah, and then right. yeah, maybe. them doing it again, like, they don't need to be doing it again. <laughs> the Shocker, though, looked good. I remember seeing pictures and being angry, mm-hmm. and he looked good in there. Yeah, so I, I'm I, okay with that. Yeah, he, yeah. There was that one even, shot with a guy with a electrical weapon, and right beside him was Donald. What's his face? Donald uh, Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover. Yeah, I wonder who he plays in this. Miles Morales. I doubt it. I don't think he's playing Miles Morales in this movie, but somebody. What if he was? That'd be crazy. Isn't he? A, like, oh, no. Isn't he a little too old to play Miles Morales by now? I, I mean, he's probably clearly, Osborne. MCU, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could just name him Miles Morales in name only. 
hidden name only. Just as an Easter egg. Yeah. Um. So, what else were we supposed to talk about today? What other, other movies? Oh, I mean, we have comic reviews. Yeah, we definitely got to do some comic reviews. Um, and should should we do a little bit of Iron Fist or no? I mean, the public is clamoring for your take. Yeah, I, I don't even we know already heard their take Iron on Fist. Iron Man, Iron Fist, and <laughs> according to Moses and Oscar, they loved it. The question uh, is, that's not true. Like it. I mean, I mean they, you guys I liked it. Had, you guys liked it. They had their issues with it, but it wasn't as bad as the critics were saying is what they were saying. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. definitely not that bad. Um, yeah, and I would agree with that. Like, I, you know, from episode one, I was enjoying it way more than the people that were writing these reviews made me feel like I was going to. I, I you know, I really was thinking like, okay, it's going to be drab and boring. And, I, you know, I actually was really... I really did you, liked. Did you finish it? I did finish it. How'd you like and, the uh, drunken master fight? The drunken master fight was amazing. It's one of the best parts of the the whole series, no question. And so, uh, yeah, the, the 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 drunken master fight was a highlight, and um, um, I I liked actually like Danny's whole fighting style because. While, like, as as gritty as Daredevil's fighting style was, it's like you could tell that that Iron Fist had a more fluid kind right. of style that was like, you know, it wasn't really about hurting people necessarily. Right. It was more evasive and, and you know, Tai Chi. Like, you know, yeah. there's old, you know, what people, these reviewers don't know is there's Kung Fu movies. And then there's a whole subgenre of those movies because Tai Chi is a form of Kung Fu of the Tai Chi movies where it's not all like pound and pound, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's and what so, his... It was like the people were brawling with him and he was doing the Tai Chi like in inner strength and not... He doesn't need to punch somebody if he can just let his own strength send him across the room. Right. And that kind of... But it was a little detrimental... Specifically in the first couple episodes where the fights look kind of fake because he wasn't putting all that much strength in it. Right. Like, but he didn't need so to. He wasn't fighting he did, anybody yeah. worthwhile. Like, for, for the style. But look, I can see what, what, how he's fighting and what style he's doing. Um, but most people, you know, the Hollywood reporter critics can't. Right. And that's why we should have gotten the first six episodes to Yeah. So all those other guys just want to see a movie where two dudes pound each other. Yeah. Whoa, and that's not whoa. Iron Fist. Even though they, that's what the title They is thought, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, ooh, Iron Fist. This sounds like a delightful romp. But what I will say is that, um, you know, it, it's definitely not without its flaws. I mean... The narrative did feel a bit more disjointed than any other of the series. Like, I feel like... Do you feel it would have benefited from being an eight-episode series? Um, it could have. Yeah, but I don't... You know, I mean... I don't think at the end of the day... I'm not really... 
I'm I'm not really talking about um you know I, I'm not it's not really more about the the amount of time they spend with the stories as much as where the stories choose to go and how they try to resolve them or whatnot. Like, you know, I mean, like, for instance, you, you I like, like the Claire Temple thing, right? Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with Claire Temple. And I understand yeah. like I I did like I feel like Claire Temple is a big at this point. A lot of people are not feeling Claire Temple, which is unfortunate to me because I think I, I like her as a part of these series. But but not like I that. Like she don't need Wolverine Claw. Well, I mean, she she doesn't have Wolverine claws. She's just fighting right? with Wolverine claws. But, she picks them up in China, and then in the last episode, episode, she's like, "Oh, these are mine." So you know she's, she's going to use them in Defenders. She's just fighting. Like, does she need to be a Defender? No, she doesn't need to be a Defender. But that's where that's where it's going. It, it's like a, it's like I said in my official review on AllGames.com. Um, Claire Temple is just part of the formula now. She's the Colson. No. She is. That's the same thing. She's a little better than Colson. She's the midpoint person that's there to patch him up in between big bads. But she's she's the Colson. Like and and Colson's not an Avenger. He just helps them. He's like I'm sure everybody thinks of him as like a part of the team, but he's not an Avenger. It's not like when they have the money shot, Claire Temple's gonna be in it. And if it is, I, I then I'll you know, yeah, I'll, I think I'll she's definitely gonna. eat crow. I'll I'll be the first one to be like that was a messed up decision. Like you know, they should not have made her a superhero. I but, think they're gonna turn her into Hellcat. We already have Hellcat. N- no, n- we don't know that yet. <laughs> like, like they could the, they could just ignore that white chick and just put her put Claire Temple instead. That would suck. Yeah, but that's what it looks like. The, I mean, the she, white chick's younger, so she can be Hell Kitty. <laughs> Hello, Kitty. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, I mean, I, what what I will say is this: like, just I mean, just random narratives and whatnot. Um, like the whole thing with Colleen Wing doing the underground fighting thing. Like, yeah. I liked those scenes, and I know you mentioned those too. And I was like, yeah, that was great, but. It doesn't make sense for the narrative, especially when you get further into the the show and you're like, wait a minute. So so you don't even really need money like you. You got backers, right? Like like you're like the hand is paying your rent. So, right. The whole idea that you were supposed to be in there trying to make sure you get money to keep the doors open is just what is that? Like, like she dishonored herself for no reason. But may and I was trying to figure out like, OK, well, maybe. She, it's a ruse of some kind, but it doesn't resolve itself that way. And that would have been great because it'd be like, wow, like that's a little bit deep, you know, but it doesn't do that. It's just, and I think that that, like, that's one example, which I think there, there are others throughout the series that kind of show that like the, the growing pains that they were having with this particular character. And, and, you know, we knew that the production for this has had always been, uh, a, a little bit, you know, fraught with with all types of issues, um, but it just felt like, even though they kind of got it together enough, it's like you can tell. At least I, it feels to me, I can tell that 
Marvel Studios didn't have as clear a vision for what they wanted Iron Fist to be as they did for Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. And and Iron Fist as a show suffers for it. Lawrence, what did you think of and the then, hand? And the the nin- the ninja group or you're talking yeah. about the actual Iron Fist? Uh the ninja oh. group. It's it's fine. Like I I I like what they did with the hand and I like how there's like factions and I like um I like that, you know, it kind of felt like we got to expand on what happened, what's going on with the hand in this show. And I think that was a good idea, you know, because it gives you something familiar, but at the same time, something new. And so that that was cool. I like that idea. Um, I Look, you cracked me up uh, last week, Mo, when you were talking about your uh, your boss in the barbershop saying now there's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, and I was like, that is funny, man. Like, it didn't even occur to me until you said it. And I was like, that it, is true. It's crazy because like, that's my, my litmus test right there. It's like I play it for them and, and get their opinion because they know nothing about Iron Fat. They don't know. Like, I, me trying to explain to them the concept that it's a shared universe is like just saying the word universe throws them off. Because it's like they, they've never they've never read or... Well, you know, some of them don't know how like to in read. Their life, that's what you're trying. Uh, to oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they're there's half of them are you know they're they're guerrillas from the, the Guatemalan Civil War, and they're here. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they didn't. They so didn't it's like beyond school. their scope. Yeah, it's like they just like the fact that they're fighting and it's people on the ground level. Like right. they love the Marvel Netflix universe, but I put Civil War and they hate it. <laughs> they're like it's so they're exaggerated. Like, like <laughs> it, too many you know, soldiers. No, it's it's just too the fight scenes are too exaggerated. They can't see it like actually happening. I, and I, then they don't like when I tell heroes. them that that Well, yeah, for the same reason cuz they're not fighting with their bare hands like this. And then Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Daredevil and Jessica Jones are all superheroes. Right, but you know, they're not It um, is a different kind, right? Well, exactly. And the way that they they choose to tell their stories right like, they they can get with, you know? Like Oddly enough, Ghost Rider they were kind of okay with, but it, it's, which, it's which like, Ghost Rider? Um, the movie one. Okay. Yeah, they, I, they haven't seen Agents of Shield because it's not on Netflix yet. But yeah, like trying to explain to them how they're coming up with Defenders, it's like, it, yeah, it, it's a struggle on my end. But it's like, they, yeah, they're they're watching it and they they, they like certain things of it and. They had the same issue with the fight scenes where it's like, you know, I have to explain to them that it's like, okay, in this scene, she's using Aikido and he's using Shin Yi. And that's why that's two styles that kind of. And they're like, like, what the, what the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. And then and then when he's fighting the security guards, he's using Tai Chi because he's not, you know. He feels welcome here, so he's not using an aggressive mode. He's just basically just trying not to get hit, and then hitting just to kind of move him away. So it was it was a yeah, it was a hard couple days. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's my litmus test with that, them. It's like that's well, what happens when you, they like, you have a bunch of old guys so, there sitting there. They're not that old, Tiger Song. But um, it, it's just you know they're just from a different different world view. Um, but and, yeah, it, it's like see, 
seeing them like what? this is the the more harshly reviewed one of the others. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you know, yeah. to them, they think you're the smartest person in the room. Who me? Yeah, like yeah, you're I telling them all this information, that. and they're like, no. they're like blown away by it. No, they're they're not. It's it's they kind of it's more of like you know I'm just a person that reads more and has better attention than everybody else. If anything, if Mo's the youngest, he's the dumbest. Yeah, I'm not the youngest, <laughs> but yeah. Hmm. And then I think the biggest part of Iron Fist that you know I'll just like, get closer to the mic. Yeah, talk to use the mic, Lawrence. I'm sorry. Hold on. Act like we've done this before. I moved. I moved it because I was like sniffling and stuff. I'm sorry, uh-huh. but I think the biggest thing that that the biggest sin Iron Fist commits is the ending. I feel like the ending falls really flat. I'm just like, oh god, like the first one like, or the second one? Uh, both. That's <laughs> like no, no, nothing was satisfying about any part of it. We're just like, oh, like I don't care. Like and you know, I'm not saying I won't watch because that's not true, but what I am saying is I don't care about, like, I mean, I like I, I guess the uh, like the the Meachams as villains, not so much, Bakudo as the big bad, eh. and then you know the fight they had was cool enough, um. But at the same time, too, uh, uh, actually, I mean, uh, the like uh, the, the Davos fight was better. And, yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's just like it's it's it just it doesn't feel cohesive. And then it's just random like things happening at the end. Then it's just like why like like I, I didn't feel fulfilled by my journey once I got to the end. And like that's saying something because it's like I wasn't a big fan of like the quote-unquote climax of Luke Cage, but once it all resolved, I was like, okay, like, I feel good about, about, like, that show. Like, I didn't, I I wasn't a big fan of, like, how the villain kind of culminates or whatnot, but I felt good about the show ending. But this, I was kind of like, I'm not sure I cared about any of the things that happened in the last, like, friggin' 30 to 40 minutes of that episode that final episode and that made me sad because I, I want to it's like and you know I, and you, you know the other thing too is that actor for that played Iron Fist he could have worked out more yeah like like and I'm not saying Iron Fist is all super I don't think ripped he up was good. I don't think he was good for Iron Fist he was alright I mean he brought his own thing to it and I could definitely get with it like I could see that guy hanging out with the rest of them, and and here and I think that was the biggest thing. Where I don't see throughout... him being best friends with Luke Cage. No, no, I I could see that, but maybe, but maybe you know I'm being optimistic about it. It's like I I guess more I guess than anything in the, in the comics, he was a little more street smart, and here's he's a little more naive. Yeah, so that's why I can't like. Like yeah, I hear you. On Danny that. Rand in the comics with Iron Fist can walk down Harlem without suits, you know, just just walking from one place to another, getting a bite to eat, and not be, you know, 
not be scared to walk down the alley or not be uh, surprised by anything that they see walking down the alley. Right. But this Danny Rand's like, huh? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's scared. First time. Like, what the hell? There we go. Yep. Everyone's there. back. All right. We're all back. Do we get kicked off the air too? Uh, no. No. I was, st- I was still streaming. Skype drop. It's just that Skype disconnected all of us. But we're back. Right. So you can continue working. We'll let that out in post. Yeah, we were saying Yeah, I'm Iron recording. Fist, uh, thanks. Okay. But, um, yeah, we were saying, what were you talking about, Mo, about how you, was that where you were at where uh, you can't see him being friends with yeah. Luke Cage? Yeah. Like, I mean, we we just read that one Iron Fist Luke Cage revamp series. Right. Like, I don't see that dude being Iron Fist in that series. Like, that. Right. I feel like, uh, you know, one of the, the biggest things, too, for the series was, like, there was a part of me that almost felt like I would enjoy him more in Defenders than watching him on his own. Yeah. It's almost like that Hawkeye, sin- that Hawkeye syndrome. Yeah, and that's you unfortunate. You don't think uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist would get along because they both are all about not using their power. And it's not, not fighting. so much. It's not so much that. Like that's where you see him because you know you don't read, you didn't read read uh, Heroes for Hire. You know. So. So you haven't seen them, like, be friends together and use their powers and be okay with using... Like, you've only seen these two dudes in their origin story, basically. So, yeah, like, I will say that I was also thinking, like... Or not thinking, but there was a part of me that was hoping Iron Fist might dovetail into Defenders a little bit. But it doesn't. And so it's kind of like, oh, well. I mean, it does. Does it? Well, I mean, you, you know Defenders is going to be Shadowland. I mean, I don't know that for fact, but, but I, guess more than any, I guess more than anything, I'm thinking, like, there was, like, not background, but there's, like, a little bit of, like housekeeping and like a little tidbits of information they probably could have taken care of in this series so you don't have to waste some time with it in defenders how else are they gonna get how else are they gonna get 13 episodes out of it i mean i guess i i don't know i just i feel like we're gonna spend a lot of time waiting for all these people to get together like it may not actually be Like, we may not be actually be Defenders until seven episodes in. That would be terrible. Right. But that, that's, so kind of, just... that's kind of the formula of these things, though, too. Like, they could easily do them all I mean, nine, eight, nine episodes, and they'll be great from beginning to end. I mean, if you're talking about the origin of an individual hero, I can understand you might take your time, especially if you have it. But... A group, it's like a group is not, like, you're not supposed to be spending a whole bunch of time on the origin of a group. It's just more about 
what motivates them to come together. And, you know, if we're taking like each episode to give towards each of the four characters or something like that, before we even have them interacting and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of like, well, this is like filler. You know, you know and what again, they should I, do uh-huh. is they should do a Marvel team up series. Just putting two random people together to, so they can you can see them kind of go and fight together in one, maybe two episode blocks. Like Daredevil? <coughs> well, I mean, again, you're not a guy that reads Marvel or knows what Marvel team up is. But it was a series where two characters that aren't normally together would team up. Right, like Daredevil and Punisher. Right, no. but it's a, I'm, what I'm talking about is a series where it's like two episodes, two different heroes. Or three, and, you know? And like, so each one of the, like each one of the Defenders and Claire Temple. I mean, they could do anybody, really. Like, they can do Ghost Rider, they can do... Marvel Netflix technically could do anybody that they've used for ABC. Like you can do, uh, what you call it? Uh, one of the ghost old Ghost Riders and Peggy Carter. Yeah, right. Maybe Agent Coulson right. will be involved. Like you can do an Agent Coulson with like, uh, White, uh, Nick Fury, LMD. <laughs> White Nick Fury LMD, I love it. Tiger Claw doesn't know what an LMD is. Life model decoy. He watches Agents of Shield. Yeah, actually, I have I haven't been watching Agents of Shield, but I know what a life model decoy is. Hey, oh. yeah, Betsy Deuce. Funny. So, you know, Lawrence, you know. it doesn't help for you to just say funny if you're not going to do the laugh. You got to do the laugh. I'm he's, sorry. He's yeah, sick. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit, but that it was funny. I apologize. Don't, <laughs> don't let your, your illness <laughs> affect us. <laughs> Knee slapper. Just make sure you cover there your nose when you uh-huh. need to sneeze. He's like, he's like Hanar. What about, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Hanar? Is that what you said? Yeah. That's hilarious. Joy, joyous laughter. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it's it's funny because uh, I remember being in a comedy club and I got called out for that once because the dude said it uh, said a joke and I was like, "That's hilarious." And he was like, "Why don't you just laugh? Why are you saying <laughs> don't say?" And I was like, "Oh, Shrek." But that, it was because hilarious. that's 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 Lawrence's way of laughing by saying that's hilarious. No, I mean I no. think you know I think what it is is that it, it's about the the levels on a joke sometimes. Like when when a joke has multiple levels and I have to think about them, it's like I'm not I'm I'm thinking about them instead of laughing and but I'm appreciating yeah. it, it and so I'm just like that's and then, hilarious. And then once you figure and then once you figure it out, then you start laughing. This, no, this it's not, show it's isn't not. known for isn't known for its complexity of jokes. I mean, it's it's dicks and farts and, and gay. <laughs> dicks and farts and gay? Is that what you said? Yeah, I almost uh, said something else, but I'm not allowed to say it. Good. I feel I feel like I don't make jokes about dicks or farts or gay. I don't make a lot of jokes though. 
but it happens every now and then. But anyway, Anyone one laughs. Right, right, exactly. It's okay. I'll make them still. We'll, we'll need a laugh track that. for that. Oh. <laughs> don't don't do the sound effects. Don't do the sound effects. Right. So. But yeah, so I mean, Iron Fist at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like it's the least. It's probably my least favorite of all the Netflix, Marvel Studios, or Marvel Television series, but it wasn't bad. I mean, I still enjoyed many parts of it, and I still want to see, like, I I actually am looking forward to seeing him interact with the rest of those people. Because I feel like they're actually going to have good chemistry. Yeah, they might. I mean, we'll see. We'll see indeed. I guess we're done with Iron Fist. We can go into reviews. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Tyrod, right, do you have review music? Uh, oh, uh, comic book review music. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me just load it up here. Uh, we we I don't think we haven't used this. I think we used it once before, but I don't think we ever use it again after after that. I only have the. Uh, let me see. Where is it? I How about we do it without? The I auto, I, auto, I also I auto tuned it. <laughs> It is very short, so here we go. Ooh, comic book reviews! <laughs> <laughs> comic book reviews! It's hot. That's that heat. Larry, why don't <laughs> you tell us about Ironheart? Yeah. Invincible Iron Man. Um, you know, I was going to review issues one through four. But I only ended up getting through half of those. So I got issue one and issue two. Um, and I can tell you, I'm really enjoying that book. Like, this is like, it, it's written by Bendis. And it's Bendis doing what Bendis does. Like, it's like, it feels like Miles Morales all over again. And it's great because you still get the the Bendis written Tony Stark uh because you know just as as we predicted when we saw the solicits it's like Tony Stark backed himself up and so he's like the AI for her suit and so you get like a version of Tony Stark mentoring mentoring uh this young lady into being the next uh, armored hero. Now, is, did something happen to Iron Man, to Tony Stark? Why is, why is he passing Yeah. Off? So, basically, uh, at the end of, of um, Civil War 2, Tony Stark got like a grave injury that put him into a coma. Uh, Captain Marvel actually put him into a coma. And so he's alive, but he's being like kept alive by machines. And so, um, yeah, so he's off the table basically. And um, Tony had already known about, about, um, 
Oh man, I'm forgetting Home Chick's name. I feel bad. Riri, Riri, Riri Williams. Yeah, he already knew about Riri from before because, I mean, she had built an Iron Man suit from like from scratch, like from from like scrap parts and whatnot. And so, um, he he was already kind of of the mindset of trying to mentor her, and he basically left. Uh, AI imprint for her in case something happened to him because he knew what, what, he, what he was going into with Civil War 2. And so, you know, like, that was basically the only part. She she can build, like, she's an engineer. She can build the whole, all the mechanics of the suit, but the AI component is not her specialty. And so... Uh, she needed she needed that component to kind of make things truer to the whole Iron Man motif. But the dialogue in this and the banter between Tony Stark and Riri is really cool. Uh, I mean, obviously that's what like part of what Bendis excels at. But I think he does a really good job of of like slowly introducing who this character is and you know what her background is all about and why she's a different person than Tony Stark you know why she's not you know she's not just you know black female version of Tony Stark she's her own person her own character and uh it's it's really enjoyable i mean i so far um it's mostly been talking and training and talking and training. So it hasn't been a lot of, um, you know, like superheroics going on per se, or, you know, fighting of supervillains and things like that. But I believe that's coming. I mean, it's Bendis once again. So, you know, we all know how he likes to decompress these storylines sometimes. But all in all, I mean, it's a good book. It The art is amazing. Um, I mean, again, it's it it is like like it gave me the same feeling I had when I read uh, uh, friggin' Miles Morales for the first time, and I was like, "Wow, this character is special." And I'm like, you know what? I think Riri might be special, man. Like she might she might stick around for the long haul. Like, which is I wasn't expecting that because it's been a you know Marvel's been doing a lot of new characters lately and definitely trying to do you know, the more um, inclusive kind of thing when it comes to race and gender and sexual orientation and whatnot. And it's like, I mean, a lot of those other characters, they're cool enough, but not enough for me to, you know, to hold my attention and be like, I want to read this book. But um, because, you know, like I I tried um, with with, um, Unstoppable Wasp, and as cool as that character's background is, I couldn't get with that book on a regular basis. I tried with um, Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl, and even though she's like the smartest person in the in the Marvel universe now, it's like re- reading her book on its own not like not my cup of tea. I, I much I much rather watch her in the midst of other characters, but. 
but Riri so far has been really captivating to me. So, yeah. I mean, all in all, great book. Really enjoying it. I would recommend it if you like, um, if you know, if you're down with a fresh take on an Iron Man. God knows uh, where. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, hey, you know, it's like, it's interesting because, I mean, there are people that are not. Like, I know, <coughs> excuse me, I know people that um are not feeling the infamous Iron Man either, which for me, I'm like, I find infamous Iron Man really interesting with Victor Von Doom kind of holding up the mantle of, of Tony Stark as well in a different arena. It's like, that's a that's a cool and interesting book to me, but I know some people that just won't mess with it. And, you know, if you're, like, um, a purist, it's like, yeah, like, this this very well may not be the book for you, even though I feel like it, I feel like it, um, it, uh, what am I trying to say? I feel like it um, pays pays enough dues and gives enough props to the origins or, or the original characters. And I think, I think that was a big plus for Miles Morales too. It's not like he was just like, I'm Spider-Man now. It it was like a tribute to Peter Parker before he became Spider-Man. And so this is like, you know, I think this is that same kind of deal where, you know, this, this young lady like was a fan of Tony Stark and what he does because she was a genius, and she's like, you know, I got to look up to the geniuses of the world, and so it it works. It works. It was, it's, yeah, it's a good book. I would uh, give it like a four out of five. You do you do you think we will ever see Riri Williams in the Marvel Cinematic I Universe? Stop concerns. Pepper Vans. Will okay. we ever see Riri Williams appear in the MCU? Uh, Moses Magnum. I don't think you can hear us. Yeah, Larry can't hear us. He can't hear and can't see. He is turning into Daredevil. Mm-hmm. My back. Because he <laughs> stepped away from the mic. That's what happened. No, I think Dare- his connection got fucked up. He's Daredevil with a sonic cry. Yeah. That's so badass. Yep, there he is, drop. Oh, um, oh okay, I'll try to add him. He was passing. He was passing the baton to me to talk. Um, basically, I, I'm reviewing a book named Moonshine. Everybody still there? Hello. Oh, there I'm you here. You're reviewing a book named Moonshine. Yay! Yeah. Sorry, I don't. Uh, my controller timed out. So apologies for that. Yeah, the controller it could timed hear you, out. Though. Like. It's weird because it was um, your controller timed out, but your connect was getting you. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, you're so you're, you're so still you heard... connecting. You're still connecting over your Xbox. Yes. Yeah, because computer didn't work. That's why we called you Tiger Claw. Time to time to. Is that okay, Tiger Claw? No, I just need. Well, <laughs> I just need to charge. That's good. Look, Tiger Claw, if you're gonna help us out, we can do without the SAS. <laughs> I, but Fantastic Forum has always always had the sass. Tired Claw Mr. Sass. Oh, Lord. Lord, Mr. Sass. 
Those That's aren't strikes. Hilar- oh, Larry, did you finish? Speaking of, uh, there we go. Yeah, needed that. Oh, oh don't do that. I, I thought Lawrence was blowing his nose for a second. No. If you're gonna do that, you gotta lower the level a little bit. Yeah, right, it, right. it got overmodulated. Did oh, I finish or what now? The the Batman Telltale series. No, I'm still working on it. I need to. I, I'm gonna finish that, and I'm gonna finish Wolf Among Us. Finish like, Batman first. Okay, I'll finish Batman first. I think I think I may not play Mass Effect until I finish Batman. Oh, I, I don't don't bet on it. He'll never be able to finish Mass Effect. Wait, what? I, I said don't <laughs> no, bet on I it. Won't... He'll never be able to finish Mass Effect. But I'm saying I'm not going to play Mass Effect until I finish Batman. So, so we weren't talking about finishing Mass Effect. We we're talking about finishing Batman. Syntax, Tiger Claw. Syntax. <laughs> vice or vice versa. Indeed. <clears throat> yes, Tiger Claw. Moonshine. Yeah. Moonshine. Moonshine. Hey, you, you know what I hate about doing this show, Larry, is that we know what's coming out six months ahead of time. Why? Why do you hate that? Because we were doing a show. At Jeffrey's Comics, and I asked Sam, when does Moonshine come out? Because I saw a thing about it online. It's like, oh, that doesn't come out for like three months. Right. And then I'm like, okay, I got to keep a lookout for this. So I'm keeping a lookout, keeping a lookout. Then I lost track of it. And now I don't know where there's fucking five issues. I think the sixth one came out today. I believe it. And now I'm like, I read issues one through five so that I can talk. To you, good people listening to us on your your iPods <laughs> and In um, your airwaves, yeah, they need to uh, put like some sort of book together where you can have previews of the upcoming month's solicitation. No, well, that's the problem. It's like I'm getting too many previews, not enough. Uh, you know, if I didn't do the show, I'd just be at the comic shop and just see it as it comes out. You need a, a comic book alarm app. Yeah. Where it's like a, an app that's like, hey, that book you were, you you added to your your watch list came out this yeah. week. Yeah. Siri does it. Siri does it? Yeah. Like you just said. Uh, Apparently not very well if you missed the first five issues. Well, I never set it up. <laughs> but I subscribe to it on iBooks. I mean, that's what we pay the CIA for, right? Put him to work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did uh, I did subscribe to it. And, uh, hold on one second. So, Mo, why don't you tell the people what Moonshine's about? Hold on. My computer's acting up. Oh, no. It's acting. Do you guys, do you guys hear that? Nope. Okay, good. Yay. We don't hear it. Hold on. But I'm hearing it. Oh no, Moses hears it. It could be that moonshine that's causing it. Right. It's potent. Could be a crackhead. (laughs) That's classic. I love it. Could be a crackhead. That's an ancient ancient callback that two people got. Right. Right. That was like. One of them being you. 
before the internet was the internet. <laughs> it's like that's like proto memes. <laughs> Could be a crack. <laughs> give give me the go. I want to go. <laughs> Uh, That's too funny. Yeah, man. Before the trolls popped on. It's hilarious. That's when new media was actually new. That also. Did you read Moonshine? I I did read the first issue of Moonshine. Okay, maybe we. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, it's. These fucking stupid ass news sites, you know, because we. Now nah, there it goes again. Um, because we don't make content on our website with all the news stuff. I have to go to other news sources for it, and they insist on putting videos of a rundown of whatever is on their website. And it, it, it's like, it just plays. I don't know why they want. I guess it's tied to their YouTube channel, so it counts as a play. Um, That's weird. Yeah, it's not weird. It's what everybody. Even CBR turned into that now. It just turned into oh, a mystical yeah. site. Yeah. Oh. So, it's unfortunate. But it's twenty-seven. It's a new phone. age, man. That's what it's all about now. Now fuck that. <laughs> not here at all, games. Eventually, Fantastic Four um, will probably post videos. A lot of videos. Nah, don't count on it. Um, but yeah, back to Moonshine. It's an image series by Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Rizzo, the the fucking genius team behind a hundred bullets. Woo! Yay! And uh, Inhumans tells the tale of. I don't. I guess to explain what it is. Uh, if you ever watched Boardwalk Empire and some southern horror movie like Skeleton Key or something, it's kind of like that. It's it's kind of a horror comic <laughs> set in a set in Prohibition era right. in the South, and it, it it has the Italian mob trying to muscle a guy to to give them their booze and do business with them whether he wants to or not. But this guy is fucking hardcore. They don't know who they're fucking with. Which is right. like one of the seasons of Boardwalk Empire. Mm. And um Yeah. And, and then there's werewolves in it. <laughs> right. And that's, that's the twist. A, yeah, I can't really go you know, I read the first five issues and it's basically this guy who has a, a, a checkered past and he drinks a lot because of that trauma. And, uh, yeah, that basically this, this is the character you're supposed to root for. And you kind of don't, but then you right. kind of do. And then you see it from know. his perspective. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't... Larry... You, you're with me in that you can't say too much in, without spoiling it, right? Yeah, like and, and especially I'll, after issue five. Oh, well, you haven't yeah, read like, that much. Huh? I haven't read that far, but I agree. Still, like you know, it's kind of like it's an experience. 
Yeah. And and I feel like, you know, you kind of have to experience the thing for yourself. You Otherwise, you you take a bit away from from a potential reader. Yeah. It, it, there's, I mean, Brian Azzarello is kind of like the Tarantino of comics. Yeah, I could see that. And he, he does have a lot of dialogue and and more grounded dialogue. It feels like like it's real people talking. Right. And he nails the accents down. Like you can hear them through the page. Um, the art is great. Eduardo Rizzo is a really good noir artist. Yeah. And uh, the covers are done by Rizzo too. Um, usually they get Dave Johnson to do their covers when they work on stuff. But I don't know. Maybe his price got too high. Maybe. Maybe. They didn't use him, but it, it's. I mean, it's good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to really review this, other than if you like. I mean, it, it, image quickly like it, image is kind of known at this point for putting out comics you're not going to read from anybody else, right? You know, even Dark Horse. Dark Horse is doing some good shit right now in the creator own front, but. None of it's like moonshine, I don't think. No. And then a lot of the image books are not like moonshine. Like, they're more, they feel more epic right now. Stuff like, oh, Invincible coming to an end. Right. Low. Yeah. Deadly Class. Like. I haven't seen a new issue of Deadly Class in a long time. Yeah, 27's coming out. I think came out today. Oh. That and, uh, you know what else I was looking for was Morning Glory. So what happened to that? Yeah, I don't know. He got Marvel money, so he's like, fuck that. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's all I can say for Moonshine. I give it two shots. I mean, sorry. I give it five shots out of five right now for the first five issues. Wow. I that's love the praise. I, I mean, love, I love werewolves. Right. I, I love, you know. I like Prohibition era mob stories. Right. I love the the little horror and uneasiness of traveling through the woods. Right. In the south. Like the ambiance of the book is good. I think what I liked about it most was that it felt like every part could stand on its own. Oh yeah. And it's like, you know, like this could have totally just been a prohibition era story right. by itself. Or it could have been, oh, just the werewolf story. Yep. Or, you know, just it could have been... Right, exactly. Like, each each one of those parts feels very well, like, solid and fleshed out. Have you gone to the main characters, like, flashbacks yet? No. Okay. Well, that alone could be the story. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I like it, too. So yeah, five out of what, what do you give it out of what you read? Um, from what I read, I'd probably give it a four. Um, okay. and you know, like I think the only thing there's a I, I understand why it's not, but there's a part of me that that kind of wishes it was in color. It is in color. Is it in color? No. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's colorblind. Larry, Larry's lost his sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Larry's like, colorblind. Well, 
Whew, finally got Maybe it. I'm thinking about the, is the cover black and white? Nope. Are you sure you read huh. the right book? No, I, I definitely read the right book, because all the content, huh, I don't know. There's something about, I have to go back and look at it, because I remember it thinking. It is dark. <clears throat> okay, maybe, maybe it's, maybe more, more color than maybe. Uh, I read it a while a ago, but, black. but I remember thinking, like, you know, the book doesn't have color. I mean, because of the like era, that. the era where it takes place and everything would be like a black and white movie. Uh, and it does have that feel, but it's, it's definitely in color. <laughs> I'll go back and look at it. I, I, I'm sticking with my four. <laughs> nope, you give it a five. <laughs> He'll give it a yeah. five once you can see the color. Right. So, should we uh, do some news? Yeah, yeah let's, go, let's do some news. Yeah. We should have a like, uh, like current. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. There we go. I think uh, I might need to come out with an album, an auto tune album. I'm sounding good. You're welcome. Are you, are you all still there? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was about to say, like, dang. <laughs> all right, it's a great show. Final thoughts. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, um, Marvel's Inhumans. Are we supposed to cheer right there? Yay! It got, it got a premiere date, Friday, September oh. 1st. Oh, that's cool. Is that, is that the, the movie year? theater? I'm sorry, one at a time. What year? This year. That's pretty quick because they're still filming it. Yeah. I mean, they're filming the other episodes. And that's the, whatchamacallit, right? That's the, uh, the, that's going to premiere in the theaters that day, right? The, it's the IMAX TV movie that they're putting in theaters? Right. Yeah. But they're putting a different version of the premiere of the two-hour premiere on TV too. So I don't think really? I like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Wait, so there's a version, like a different version of the show that you can see in the theater, and then a, a different premiere on the TV. Pi- yeah, well, it, it well, says right here. It says it, it, obviously because it's going to be showing in IMAX. They're going to show the exclusive IMAX footage on there. No, but you can show that on regular TV. They just have to format it for the TV. No, they could just letterbox it. Yeah, yeah the, that's what I'm saying. The Batman movie had IMAX scenes, and that's on TV all the time now, too. Yeah, yeah and, you could, and you could tell which are the IMAX scenes because this the uh, it, when it go, a, a movie is normally in letterbox, but when it shows an IMAX scene, it fills up the entire screen. Thank you. <laughs> so, That's so there's going to be exclusive scenes in the movie or the movie release that won't be. Yeah. 
in the whatchamacallit that won't be in the the TV version. That's what it seems like. So I don't know if I like that, but yeah. And then it's going to be the first season's going to be eight episodes, which is you know what eight I like episodes. to hear. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be great. And then the second does that, season does that include two for the movie premiere? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so two hours really as one as two episodes right there. Yeah. So six episodes plus the movie, because you know when when they'll rerun it, they'll break it up into two separate episodes. Do you right. Think they, do you think they will save the season finale episodes at the theater or something? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, because I was thinking the season finale is supposed to be the big one, and that's usually. That's usually like a two-hour season finale sometimes. But not yeah. in this case. Yeah, that's when you do a full 24-episode thing. If it's a, if it's an eight, then it's not... You can't really it's, it's, join it's, it into it's, two. It's interesting that they're doing only eight episodes. Probably because they're going to spend their entire budget with all the effects and stuff. On eight episodes, if they were to make like twenty-four episodes or something like that, the you know they would have to cut the budget a lot. I'd like to believe they they listened to last week's show and, and finally take advice again. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. In other news. Tom Holland believes that people are going to love this new Spider-Man origin. Uh, Tom Holland believes okay. that Moses will like it. We'll find out soon. No, no, he he said people. I refuse to be one of you people. I thought we weren't doing origins anymore. We're not, well, we're no, but people. they're changing the whole thing where it's like it's it's he's Spider-Man because of Tony Stark, like. Tony Stark is going to be the one that tells him that with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, I don't think that's well, true. No, I think, I think you're being... you, if you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve the suit. Yeah, but that's after. Like, yeah, but he, he's going to be the one that coined that phrase in this universe. He says right here, it is a version of Spider-Man we have not seen before, and I think the trailer really portrays that. It might take audiences just a half beat to adjust to the new take, but I think once they do, they will love. They will fall in love with it. And then the director echoes this, that uh, Tom Watts, he echoed the statement by saying, the challenge is to figure out how to make this new and fresh and feel vital. That is why you go to the movies, to see stories you haven't seen before. And that is what we are trying to do with this. I feel like I've seen this story before. Yeah, the best coming-of-age movies get you into the head of the main character and make you feel the way they do. I wanted to keep that in this world, in his world, on his level. Uh, they did, I remember them saying that the movie was going to have a John Hughes vibe. What the, the fuck does that mean? The John Hughes vibe? You know, the whole coming-of-age yeah, aspect. Like, no. But, yeah. 
uh, again, Larry, you know me. I wanted I a, a, an adult ass Spider Man. Right. Like I want Spider Man trying to pay his fucking bills. <laughs> we want an adult Spider Man, but we don't want a middle aged Spider Man. I mean, I'll take a middle-aged Spider-Man. Like, I've read stories with old-ass Spider-Man, too, and they're great. Yeah. So, Old-man Spider-Man. Yeah. It's called Spider-Man Reign. How, I, and how old was he in those stories? He was like 60 or 70. That is old. <laughs> I'd like an, uh, an adult Spider-Man too, a uh, more superior Spider-Man, really. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took your advice. That's how freaking yeah. slot is getting me to pick up Spider-Man books is just by putting superior in there somewhere. We talked about Venom being described as a horror sci-fi. Yes. We already talked about that. But did you know that Eddie Brock is coming back to the comics? I did know that. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't know how I feel about it. Like, you know, I think that they... I'm not sure they gave the last guy enough of a chance, but... Well, but the thing is, this is a different symbiote now. Oh, it is? Well, no, because he's like, remember, he had the mental illness thing, and then he's dealing oh. with this guy that's, that's forcing him to do these bad things. Gotcha. And then, right. so this new symbiote that's kind of healed his mental illness is going to be back with Eddie Brock. That's going to be pretty interesting, right? It'll be interesting. I guess I'm just saying. And plus, like, it'll save him from that bad guy that he's bonded to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess... It's all in the journey, Larry. It's all in the journey? Okay. And the greatest thing about it is that the variant cover is done by none other than Todd McFarlane. I did see that. Yeah, it's like, how can you not... Like, you, the Marvel apologist, should be, like, coming at your pants. I mean, I, mean, I feel... Sorry. I feel like Venom has almost outgrown Eddie Brock. Well, and so, and it, you know... Nah, fuck you, Larry. I mean, it's true. I'm just saying, like, the character has progressed in a certain way. And so it feels like that symbiote bonding back with Eddie Brock feels like a step backwards. And who knows? Maybe the story, (coughs) excuse me, maybe the story will help me to rethink that position because I'm like, oh, they they did it in a in a clever and, and natural way that made sense for them to come together. But I, I feel like that's not going to be the case. I feel like they're going to force it. And they're just kind of like, you know, like I feel like when you get Venom or Eddie Brock as Venom, they're going to try to put them back into the mold that Venom was in in the 90s. And Venom's not there anymore. Yeah, I think they're going to surprise you. I hope so. I would I would love for that to be the case. Let's see what else is on this news over here. Did you watch the the Flash musical episode? 
I did not actually. Good. It, I didn't either. Oh, uh, and and I'm I'm not gonna watch it. Part one was Supergirl, right? No, it's the same thing it did the last time they said they were doing a crossover where the last minute of Supergirl Okay, uh, good. Music Meister shows up and hypnotizes her, jumps to the different dimension. Good, because I'm not watching Supergirl. But she's uh she's supposed to be in the Flash episode a lot. That's good, because they know how to oh, use you, her in that you show. You didn't watch it either, Oz? I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done. No, 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 no. don't watch it. <laughs> no, I have to. No, we can we can just watch. You don't the have to, Flash but but you should. No, why? No, I've I've delayed it long episode. enough. I have to. Why? Why? Why, why wouldn't we watch it? It's a musical. It's an episode of the Flash. I hate musical episodes. <laughs> I'm not watching it. Um, did you hear the news story about Michael Shannon being yes. in talks? What do you think? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't like, I I heard you all talking about that last week and I I know, no, nothing, not taking anything away from Michael Shannon, but I just don't, he's not striking me as cable. Also too, uh, I got to give props to, to Oscar. Cause I think Oscar is in fact a bigger cable fan than I am. Even though I, I'm a fan of the character in general, not just because he's Cyclops' son, you savages. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah, I just I don't know. And then I saw the Boss Logic mock-up thing, and that didn't help me any because I was just <laughs> like, I was just like, what is like, what is the random advertisements on him? Like, what's that about? He, he likes he basically uh, whenever an actor gets announced for a superhero, he likes to draw. What they look like as a superhero. Oh, and I, oh, I, said, I, this, I, I said this last week because last week it was whoever the fuck. They, every every week we're getting uh oh it, this guy's gonna be killed. it's it's Miles Morales all over again. Hell, we skipped over the whole uh, what's his face was supposed to be Cable. Um, um Angelina Jolie's Bronson. No, Brad Pitt. Oh yeah. See, you skipped oh. over Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt for like three days. He was Cable. Now it's the Shannon. <laughs> well, s- no, it was Shannon and then Brad Pitt. Who, I mean, like Brad I Pitt mean, is the current new story. If which, had to choose, which I was working towards. If you had to choose Thank between Brad much. Pitt and Michael Shannon, which of those two do you think is the better actor? I don't care. I'm just tired of the Cable of the Week story. It's not about who's the better actor. It's who's gonna have the better chemistry with Ryan Reynolds. I, Brad Pitt's a bad choice. I, I love Brad Pitt, but there's nothing about Brad Pitt that says cable to me. I like definitely, Brad Pitt. I, I, I still think the dude from Stranger Things could do it. Which one? The police officer, the sheriff. Yeah, he could. Absolutely. And I still like whatchamacallit I want from Boss Avatar. Oh yeah, that guy's good too. He's, yeah. he, looks he was the first one that was the cable yeah. of the week. Yeah, like he's, he's a good wrong. pick. Like I would, I would, I feel like he would do good. No, not what Pierce do you think Brosnan. about Wonder Woman's uh, armpits? <laughs> who, who cares about Wonder Woman's armpits? <laughs> uh, apparently, the internet. So strange. It's like it's ridiculous. Moving on. 
<laughs> uh, did you did you all talk about um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game getting a release yeah, date? Nobody gives a shit about that. No, I care. It's the movie Guardians, so I don't want that. Is it? Yeah. How do you know? Because I heard s- that, like we get, we get the press release. Okay. Like I got, I saw the pictures. It's movie Guardians. Yeah, but they were all black and white. <laughs> I'm sad that it's movie Guardians. Did your control die again? <laughs> See if Joe was if Joe was here, the controller would never die because he'd be Matt, using it. It, it, it. Is does he have a rechargeable battery on his controller? Why don't he just plug it in and have it charging while, while and it'll keep it on? Because his uh, his living room is va- much too long, much too large to be able to be tethered like that. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's it for news. Technically, did I miss anything? Uh, did you see the uh, new Valeria in the City of Thousand Planets trailer? I have no idea what the fuck that is. Valeria in the City of of Thousand Planets. That was a comic. Yeah, book. I don't know what that. It's a com a French comic. Oh yeah. Book. That comic book oh, inspired great. a lot yeah. of sci-fi movies, including yeah. Star Wars. It's uh, not just Star Wars, but it was also Fifth Element. Yeah, was inspired by it. It's kind of it's kind of like Fifth Element, but more special effects. That's what that movie's gonna be. I'm down. Uh, oh yeah, I, like I have I have a, I have a new story here. <laughs> uh, uh, we were talking about the Venom movie earlier. Uh, there's a director that might be directing the Venom movie. Um, and what's he known for? Um, it says he, he he did something called Truth in Journalism. Uh, director, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Adi. Oh, uh, so science fiction. Yeah, Adi Shanker. Yeah, it says, uh, yeah, he, he he yeah he directed a, a a thing here. It says here, Splash has heard that Adi Shankar is one of the directors on Sony's radar to helm the action horror sci-fi take on one of Webhead's most popular foes, Shankar who is known for primarily as a producer, brought us the Venom-centric short film Truth in Advertising a few years back. So it's entirely possible his work on that caught the studio's eye. Oh, uh, he he does the the fan films. He did that, that Thomas Jane one, The Dirty Laundry, The Punisher fan film. I like that fan film. Anyway, yeah, he, he, did a, he did a film on Venom. I mean, a, a character on Eddie Brock. He also did that Power Rangers movie. The that Power Rangers one was good too. I, the, I, I like this oh, guy. Yeah. You mean oh, the R-rated Power Rangers one? You're talking about, right? Yeah. That was an interesting take on it. Although I saw Power Rangers and I thought it was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. It part part it, it, the parts of the movie is like, it's like something you see on CW. But then when it gets to the third act, it gets all Power Rangery. I mean, it is a Power Rangers movie. 
Yeah, man. And it, it's kind of a slow burn. It takes a while till you get to the parts where they're they're in the uniforms and the Zords. But it's it's a good movie. I'll take your word for it. Larry, why are you laughing so far away from the mic? Sorry, I'm sniffling. I'm sniffling. <laughs> I would listen. Oh, sorry. There I, I got to go soon anyway, fellas. Yeah, no. I mean, we're we're done. We got all the news stories. Well, there, there, there Unless something breaks right here. You, yeah, but you know, you missed one that said that I put in that was comic book related. Marvel to bring Let's back see. dead characters and classic status quo for generations. Yeah. I, you know, usually I like to read the article before I do it, and I haven't read it, and I was going to ask Larry about it, but uh, I don't really I care do. about them bringing back people from the dead. It's an interesting concept, even though you, it, you it's think definitely going to... Marvel does is interesting, though. No, that's not true, because, look, uh, I, I put forth Monsters Unleashed for your review. I don't think that was interesting at all. Another uh, thing... But, yeah. An- another thing that I put in here that you guys didn't know. <laughs> you, 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 you know about... Monsters Unleashed is getting a series now, too. Oh, boo. Uh, there's a trailer for Death Note, which is based on that anime or that, that manga. Yeah. Right. I've never seen Death Note. I hear it's really good, though. Oh. Um... Am I okay? Look, I was about to yeah, s- no, you're you're good. You're good. It, it got really quiet. I'm like, uh oh, has everybody else seen Death Note? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, is that the name of this episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but generations is just going to be like all the heroes that have the same name teaming up, mm, and yeah. that could be interesting, but it could. Be like not be like especially the only good thing about it is the Alex Ross cover. (laughs) That might be true, but you know it's like like they're doing a Captain Marvel Captain Marvel crossover, which is kind of like how are they going to do that? And you know they're saying that there's a way that all these people are going to come together because you know some of them are, are are deceased, but you know I don't like. It very well might be some pocket universe thing, and they made the point to say it's in continuity, which leads me to believe that it's not going to be nearly as impactful as they they want you to think it's going to be. So I'm just like, eh. I, like it's a lot of issues because like it really lets you understand how many heroes have the same name in Marvel now. Like you got yeah. two Iron Men, two Hawkeyes, two Spider Men, two Thors, two Captain Marvels, two Miss Marvels. It's like. You know, two Novas, and I still think there's more, so. I wonder if they're going to do uh, villains, too. Like, you got more than one Beetle. You got an uh, individual or more than one Stilt Man. I wouldn't be surprised oh, no. if they did. We'll see. What were you going to say, Moses? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, didn't, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. Did All you right. get your, guess... your, did you do your press thing for WonderCon? Uh yes, yes. So I, I got a, a I got an event unfortunately this week this same weekend though, so I think I'm only gonna get to WonderCon Sunday. Oh yeah, me too. Oh okay. Event? Like I would. 
What kind an of event? event? Yeah, for work. Oh, uh, you huh? can't call. You cannot cancel that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's for seems work. Tiger Claw. Don't you think? I mean, I think it's all a matter of perspective. And like, I would rather be at WonderCon if that's what you're asking me. Mm-hmm. But the event itself is actually going to be pretty cool and interesting. Is it com- is it going to be comic related a... and all that? No, it's a Formula Drift. Formula Streets of Long Drift. Beach, so it's a oh a, yeah, that's a, yeah. the Grand Prix Drift right? race. Racing, right? You well, not the Grand that? Prix. The Grand Prix. The Grand Prix is next weekend. The Toyota Grand Prix. Oh. Are you gonna but be... the drift part of it is this weekend. Are you going to be racing yourself? I no, I will not be racing. I will be there representing my brand. Uh, Mary Young. Your, your brand as in Fantastic Forum. You're going to be talking to as in, whoever and representing Fantastic Forum, asking what their what comics exactly. they read. He, he can't. Exactly. He can't race. We already established he can't see color. How's he going right. to know when it's time to go? All right. <laughs> I just look at the flags. I know one's checkered and one's not. That's all I know. So, you know, it's all good. Did you see Marvel announce the new web series called Playback? That's the uh, the music-related series, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, I did see the headline, but... It's I don't a, understand. It's a, it's basically Marvel it interviewing a bunch of musicians and they talk about their favorite comics or something like that. Huh. I guess that could be interesting. I don't know. They haven't had it well from the people that they've had so far. Uh-huh. They don't have anybody I care about. So Gotcha. Do they have anyone I would care about? Nah. Oh, that's rough. I care about I mean, a lot of people. Like, they have, uh, who's the, who's... they have, it says, yeah, the first Black Keys. Yeah. Uh, first installment focuses on Pat Carney from the Black Keys. During the interview, Carney describes how he was introduced to comic books by his father and how that collection served as his gateway into music, as Carney puts it. Through comics, through collecting, and I became interested in music. Word. Yeah. I mean... It might be interesting. Well, you know. Maybe well, stay tuned. It, it, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe they'll get someone you like. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we'll there's gotta be a musician who got inspired by a comic that made him want to oh, create totally. music. I, I mean, Howard Jones... Howard Jones from Kill Switch Engage and Blood Has Been Shed. Um, like, but I, mean, I would like to see the whole like, album is Age of Apocalypse names for the songs. So, so what I would like to see is uh, uh, they, they 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 get an artist who creates music, but was inspired by comics, so he writes music about comics. Yeah, that's not gonna happen because you know what? Nobody gives a shit about those guys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Like the dude that did or, Secret Wars, they're not going to talk to him. Or they 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 create songs that that references. Uh, yeah, comic book Adam, Adam Warrock. They're not going to talk to him. That would be see. Like, how could they not talk to Adam Warrock? Because they're too busy talking to the dude from the Black Keys. 
which had great albums, and then they did that like one new album, and they just sounded dumb. I didn't hear the new album. Yeah, they're, just, they're trying to be the Beatles. Oh, that's not a good idea. Everyone's trying to be the Beatles. No, no, no. You try to do it and do your own thing. That's how you sound like the original Black Keys albums, and then you don't. Yeah. All right. All right. Play that funky music, Cuban boy. The closing music? Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Lower. There. A little lower. How's that? Thank you. Tiger Claw, final thoughts. Uh, Ghost in the Show opens this Friday. Are you guys going to go see it? Maybe. I am. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that means yes. I mean, if it's as good as the original, it's going to be boring as fuck. <laughs> it could be good. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but they're not even using it. Never mind. Alrighty then. Larry, final thoughts. Um... Go check out uh, X-Men Prime and Inhumans Prime. It's a new era for both of those groups. And those books came out today. Should be fun times. Oscar, final thought. I want to take this time and I'm probably going to run out of music here. But we lost one of our listeners if you've been with us oh. for a long time it's time to say R.I.P. to Gaudy Boy in chat yeah he uh there's I mean if you go into the archives especially Free Play Fridays went into detail with his afflictions and and all I can say is the dude was always trying to live life yeah no matter what whether it was getting married to another dude Buying yeah. a bunch of wrestling belts and figures, yeah. and uh, he, you know, whenever he called in, he pumped life into the show. Absolute. Uh, our first representation and and uh, intro into the world of the LGBTQ and A uh, here on Fantastic Forum. Rest in peace, Gotti boy. Absolute. We'll miss you, Gotti boy. Back to the stardust and. Uh, Hopefully in your next life, you won't suffer anything like you did in this life. Amen. And for the rest of us here on Fantastic Forum, we wish you a, a good night. Be good to each other. Come back next week. We're out. And that's a wrap. Cool. Are we off, Tiger Claw? We are about to be off in 5, 4, 3, 2. Now we're off the air. Thank you. Thank you for streaming, Tiger Claw. Um, you're welcome. You got to get a new computer, man.
or fix yeah. that computer somehow. Maybe well, it just needs it just needs to charge. That's all. It's charged. Hey, sorry about that, fellas. Um, but yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna run because kind of falling apart right here. <laughs> but I appreciate you all. And if you need me, you know where to find me. Of course. Yep. All right. I'll talk to you good people later. All right, man. Right, bye. I'll see you. And, and as usual, I'll save, I got to save this recording and then I'll upload it and yeah, send it to the Fantastic Forum. Direct message. Cool, man. Thank you. All right. So I'll see you all, all right. later. Later. Later.